Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week, I've got Amazing Spider-Man, volume one, number 332 from 1990. So this book completes a run of comics that I had back in the day. If you follow my podcast and if you follow me on YouTube and such, you know that I first collected and read Amazing Spider-Man, starting with Kraven's Last Hunt in 1987. Well, I read Spider-Man pretty religiously, all of the titles, Amazing Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, and Web of Spider-Man, back in that time, from around 1987 to around 1990. So I had Amazing Spider-Man 291 to 333. But actually, I have a broken run of those books because for some reason I never actually got the book or I had it and I wrecked it or I sold it or whatever. So 333 is the last book that I have in that original run from 291 to 333. But 332 is a book that I didn't have for a long time. So I got on eBay and I picked up a copy. Now, basically, I believe I've got uh, a full run of Amazing Spider-Man 291 to 333. Totally unbroken. Let's check out this book a little bit. So, um, art by Eric Larson. Uh, Todd McFarlane had done a long run of Amazing Spider-Man in the late 80s, early 90s, starting with issue 298. He, of course, was around when Venom was created and made his big debut in issue 300, which I have. Eventually, McFarlane uh, went off of Amazing Spider-Man and went on to Spider-Man in 1990, uh, or was it 91? Around there. And then after that, he went off to found Image Comics. Well, Eric Larson took over Amazing Spider-Man for a while until he went off also to Image with Savage Dragon. So this cover here. Venom's back. Kiss your Aunt May goodbye, Spider-Man. You're gonna die. And this starts uh, Eric Larson's run on Spider-Man featuring a few issues of Venom. The story itself is titled Sunday in the Park with Venom. And we see Venom skulking along the, um, the sewers, uh, pretty muscular, talking to himself. Well, actually the alien symbiote. And he prepares himself to go after Spider-Man again. Shenanigans ensue when sticks and stones show up. They battle Spider-Man. It's a stalemate, as these things always are. You get a lot of great butt shots of Spider-Man as he flies through the city. A few of Venom as well. And then uh, there's a dinner over here with um, Mary Jane. Now, McFar um, Larson's art here is obviously different than McFarlane's, but I think it's still very good. It's very cool compared to other artists of the time. Uh, look, uh, Parker and Mary Jane look a little bit 
um, juvenile, I would say, uh, even Aunt May, if you've got uh, a really kind of cute looking uh, Aunt May, courtesy of, of Larson's style. Mary Jane over here goes to confront Jonathan Caesar, who had actually kidnapped her several issues ago. And uh, that was a cool storyline I remember back in my day. Uh, so eventually Venom and Spider-Man are going to battle and they're out in the park and that's the, that's the title of this story. Venom has got Spider-Man on the ropes. He's got him all webbed up, ready to suffocate him. But what happens? A baby fell into a nearby river and then uh, Venom decides to go rescue the baby instead of dealing with Spider-Man because he says, innocence is precious. It should be cherished, protected always. I was innocent once. And then the family, thank you. So he uh, leaves Spider-Man to go rescue the baby and then sticks and stones start to follow Venom in the sewers and the issue ends. When we find him, we'll follow him to Spider-Man. And if he doesn't kill the wall crawler this time, sir, we will. That's because Jonathan Caesar, who had kidnapped Mary Jane, hired Sticks and Stone uh, to get Spider-Man. Uh, Mary uh, Aunt May is in the story because she, uh, Venom goes to uh, menace her a bit, uh, not so bad, and then the confrontation happens in the park. And then issue 333 next one with uh, Venom versus Spider-Man versus Sticks and Stone. So it's a bit of a two-part story right there with a pretty interesting conclusion when all of them get together and rumble. So overall, the book is enjoyable. It's a bit of a standalone book that does go into the next issue, but you can enjoy it as is. Interestingly, there's also this that you don't see anymore. A page of Statement of Ownership. Here we go. So there's a whole page in addition to Stan Soapbox and answering readers' letters, which are no longer around. Mostly, we have U.S. Postal Service Statement of Ownership. And here it basically talks about the circulation of the Spider-Man comics and the closest one. Basically, at the bottom, total average number of copies each issue during preceding 12 months, 426,000. So there was a print run on Amazing Spider-Man 27 years ago that was around 420,000 copies. Nowadays, that is like a triple platinum blockbuster with 100,000 being common and very high up and, you know, 40,000, 60,000 being the norm. But back in the day, Amazing Spider-Man, 426,000 copies. So this week I read Amazing Spider-Man Volume 1, number 332 from Marvel Comics. This has been Victor for the weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club. See you next week.